0: Damn it. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to the DestroProds.com video games podcast. Normally, I do a bit here just because, you know, it's been a month since we last recorded, but. Or over a month now. Two months? Something you- like that. I'm trying to remember if we. St- our last one of these was in June. Wow. Yeah.
1: Well, well you know, pandemic. It's not our fault.
0: Yeah, and as, as you can hear by. That hacking at the beginning. I don't have it, but I'm like, you know, I just feel like shit. As I generally do. I'm dead, which might explain it. I joined the day have Alex.
1: Hello, everybody.
0: Caveman could not be joining us today because he's in the timeout box for not following along with the bit I tried to do on the movies podcast.
1: Oh, I thought, I thought he was out fighting a squid. <laughs> a squid? Well, we. Well- well, we joke too much. We joke too much about alligators. Too much. So I was like, okay, he's fighting a squid this week.
0: I feel like catfish would have been a more appropriate move. Well, he's in the south.
1: He's in. The, he's in. The, he's in the south. They got all kinds of crazy things down there. You know, like squid, <laughs> like giant squid.
0: The traditional southern dish: fried squid. I wonder how. I wonder if there is like a southern style recipe for squid.
1: There's a southern style recipe for everything. Yeah, isn't there's it definitely like, a southern style recipe for squid.
0: Isn't it just like grill the fuck out of it with dick loads of spices on it?
1: Probably. That's how that is. The general southern style recipe for everything. But yeah.
0: Ah. Uh, no, yeah. Caveman. He's he's busy today. This is after this is after us rescheduling three times and then just. Deciding not to record the day we decided to record last week. You can support this level of professionalism by heading over to Patreon at patreon.com/slash/darprod. So Click in the sidebar. <sighs> hey, how you been, Alex? I'm good. I'm looking
1: up southern southern style fried squid. <laughs> it does it does exist.
0: <laughs> I told you. Okay, can you send a link? Uh okay, I want fucking I want to re- I want to read up on this. All right, this is now a cooking show. This is yeah, we're now a cooking show.
1: There you go.
0: Yeah, fuck. I. Yeah, fuck. They do just they do just fucking they do just fucking fry it.
1: Yeah, fry it. Add spice. <sighs> That's usually how it goes
0: Yeah They not even have squid in the south I, don't, I, don't, I didn't think squid could fucking Like Survive in swamps
1: I mean I'm sure they don't catch it wild But I mean you can get squid shipped in Yeah but who Just like how they have squid shipped in up here Ugh. I don't believe we have squids up here in Jersey either
0: Ugh <laughs> uh. I don't know, I've seen some horror movies. They live in the sewers with the gators. Yeah, with the gators and the turtles and, the and giant the what rats happened?
1: that teach them how to be ninjas.
0: And the robotic mousetraps.
1: The robotic mouse traps and the guys dressed all in metal.
0: And the neutrinos. I, about I used turtles. to have that
1: episode on I used to have that episode on tape too
0: yeah i I recently tried rereading the ninja Turtle comic from IDW, and that's and I got up to the neutrinos and then stopped and fell off of it again that turtle comic is weird it 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 turns it from like a it adds reincarnation like the reason that like-, like the reason that like splinter is like you know drawn to these turtles and is able to uh teach the martial arts is because he's the reincarnation of an ancient ninja Lord.
1: Oh, I suppose that makes about as much sense as him being a rat who just happened to watch a guy doing
0: ninjutsu in the background and said, "I can do that." Well, now, originally he was he was the pet rat of a ninja master. Yeah. So as the, so like for the years that he lived with the guy, while the guy was training, he was watching him train and essentially training alongside him. Makes sense. Yeah, and then the '80s version was. The rat just was Hamato Yoshi, which weirdly is the one I like the least. Like the version of Splinter where Splinter just is the guy who train is is the ninja master. Just he, yeah,
1: he's just saying, oh, why is he a rat? Well, well it's a
0: slime. He went to those. He went to the factory where they make gak. Got exposed to like the broth substances made from, it, and then turned to a rat. You know, science. Science. Well,
1: that's how science works.
0: Yeah. Isn't that right, Baxter Stockman? Is it a horrible fly man? sitting in the corner screaming, <laughs> kill me? <laughs> I think that might have been like. I had, I don't, I don't know where i are going with this, but I was just, I just realized that like the cartoon might have been like one of my first recollections of like whitewashing. Really? Yeah, because like, actually, talking about the comics is black. Yeah, I didn't know that at the time. Yeah, neither, did, neither did I. But like, I saw that, I saw that, then read the comics, like, oh fuck.
1: I wondered why he was black in just about every other adaptation. <laughs> yeah.
0: It was whatever he decided to make decided to make the version where he turned into a fly monster, a fucking a fucking white guy. Oh. And then
1: 2003,
0: they slowly made him, you know, I guess technically not black because he didn't have skin anymore. By the end of the, by the end of the 2003 t- TV series, Baxter Stockman was a brain in a jar.
1: Well, I mean, it's better than a fly.
0: Yeah, and what's great is we got to see the progression. Oh, really? Because every time he failed, uh, Shredder removed a body part. Like, started he took started Shredder took out one of his eyes, then his legs, then his entire body, then his skull. <laughs>
1: is that what Thanos did? <laughs> Probably. It's like every time you, every time you fail, I'll rip off a body part and replace it with a robot part.
0: Yeah, the
1: Nebula. Yeah.
0: Huh. Small world.
1: Yeah. Well, you know, them Them evil overlords are all alike.
0: Yeah. Speaking of evil overlords... <laughs> uh, Destroy All Humans came out with a remake. I played that. Yes. Uh, you were an evil overlord. Yes. Uh, For... Sacred to closure, I have to say that uh, I was supplied this copy of the game by the uh, folks doing PR for uh, THQ Nordic. So I was supplied this copy for review purposes. I also have a video. What nice guys! Yeah, I also have a video up of the first, like, 45 minutes of the game on the site. If you want to check that out, if you haven't seen it already. Because, yeah, I've, I started doing video stuff again. Hooray! Yes, but anyway. Destroy all humans. Uh, yeah, fucking. Pandemic Studios, remember them?
1: That's an ironic name.
0: Now I know when I was writing up the fucking draft for the review that I never ended up writing, that was my opening line. Just, it's kind of tragically ironic, but who remembers Pandemic Studios? Really, yeah, they they were a developer. Um, like back in the day, they they were actually the guys who made the battle, like the Star Wars Battlefront series. Like they made the first one.
1: Before EA claimed it as part of their uh, evil empire,
0: yeah, uh, yeah. So they made they made the Battlefront games, they made the Mercenary games, they made the Saboteur, and then they also made the Sheryl Human series. At least the first two. Uh, the fucking the the other ones were made by other people, and we do not talk about them because they were bad. How bad? Uh, one of them was a we only exclusive. Oh, those never did very well. No, that th- I I bought it because I had a Wii. You had a Wii. Congrats! Don't I did not. That that is a that is not to be congratulated on. No. Uh, and then they also uh, then there was also a uh, Path of the Furon out for uh, out for PS3 and 360, which uh was bad. Those are the highest score it ever got from any critic. Uh, from any, like, critical outlet, was a five out of ten. That was the high end.
1: That was the high end of the scores.
0: Yeah. Because like both the,
1: the- score got like nothing.
0: Uh, two out of ten.
1: Uh two out of ten. Did it? Did it, Was any game ever bad enough to get a one out of ten? Other than like E.T. Atari.
0: Oh. Probably like a like road retru- like whatever the fuck that one game like I can't remember the name of it. It was like Road Retribution or something. It was this biker game that came oh, out like that two one. years ago.
1: That that one that was just like a complete disaster. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe that one.
0: Yeah, but anyway, uh, yeah. Like Pandemic Studios, I always like I always like fondly remember them as these like as, like this like B tier developer. Like nothing, nothing against them as a BT developer, it's just, they, like, they essentially filled in the industry what the indie market is now. Or just, hey, we're going to put out these, like, we're going to put out these, like, smaller games, not as, like, fucking ridiculous big budget, but we're still going to be put out by, like, an actual publisher and stuff and get some marketing push behind it, so here's the game. Like, it was, uh, like I'm, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to remember like other examples of it that I just fucking can't right now but like there was a time similar to movies we were talking about earlier where there were these like games that were put out that had half the budget of every other game that was put out but still were put just put out there to like you know keep the team on keep the team fucking working before I realized that maybe developers should let teams stop working for a while
1: maybe maybe we should give them a break and not run them like get back to work slaves
0: yeah Keep cranking down the day. Have, <laughs> have to keep them working
1: on. Have to keep them. to keep them working on a project at all times, or else they might have thoughts of rebellion.
0: <laughs> like, hey guys, how far do you have? To, how far do you have to walk to get here from the parking space? It's like, what, you guys can afford cars. Quiet you!
1: <laughs> Silence. Work more. Everybody work. Everybody work.
0: I'm just imagining the, like this entire office at like one of those like massive like you know crank powered like person powered cranks, but instead of being a crank, it's just like them attached to, like a standing desk. This is walking in a circle. huh <sighs> it's sad, but anyway, yeah. Like pandemic was a decent studio. They made like some pretty good. They made some pretty decent games, and then EA bought them and shut them down.
1: Of course they did.
0: You know, they did what EA'd EA did.
1: EA, EA, EA didn't even bother enslaving them. He's just like, get out.
0: It's like, all right, we own your property. Now get the fuck out of here.
1: He just is like, we'll just take all of your stuff and throw you out into the gutters. We're not even going to bother to enslave you.
0: <laughs> yeah. Good luck finding work at Facebook. Which is where I assume half of them went. Probably. But yeah, uh, and so like the biggest thing that uh, the pandemic ended up doing, beside from the Star Wars game, was destroy all humans. A series of, at the time, two games, it turned into four. Uh, that that uh, just that were just like old school throwbacks to like '50s era, like alien invasion movies, but with like but with a like early two thousand sense of humor. And that is exactly what this game is. The remake is the remake is just let's take that old stuff, build it in Unreal, update nothing else about it and release it again. For like 20 bucks. People
1: liked it the first time, they'll like it the second time and they did.
0: Yeah, and I did. The game's the game's good. It has it has very much aged. Like this this like it like the feel of the game, the the uh, way the way that, the way that it plays, uh, the lot like some of the sense of humor also hasn't aged super well, which they kind of try to distance themselves from by just saying this is a remake. Like at the very beginning of the game, there's a like tag or something that gets a bur- that kind of flashes up that just says this game is a product of its time. We did nothing to update it for modern sensibilities. Keep that in mind going forward.
1: How how I was gonna say how badly have sensibilities changed in the last decade? But then again,
0: uh it's a bit more. This is a bit more sexist.
1: Wow. Well, yeah. it was a throwback to like fifties era sci-fi.
0: Yeah, like like at the beginning, like when when you go to the fight, like the final boss, and it's revealed that she's revealed that the final boss is a woman. He's like, a chick. I've been running my ass around this entire country trying to beat a fucking girl. That's it. Yeah, and then there's also um, like one or two jokes. That's the big. What one? That's, one, one, that's what, the big controversy. No, that wasn't even a controversy. It was just they were the. I think it was just like, I think it was just like a preemptive thing of like, just people were going to be maybe a little miffed about, I don't know. Like, to be honest, a lot of humor doesn't hold up just because I don't think it's that funny anymore. Like it wasn't like, Oh, back in the day we were terrible. It's just like, Oh, when I was younger, I liked dumber humor. But in terms of anything that was like super objectionable, I'm not the best person to ask. I don't think.
1: Probably not. Neither am I.
0: Yeah. Us being two 30-something white boys. Pretty much. Uh, But yeah, this game is a, if you played the first game and you remember it fondly playing this, you will f- think fondly of it because it is just the first game. But who, running on modern the, hardware.
1: who, who, voice, who voices the alien again?
0: Um, I don't know. I'm not sure who voices, um, crypto, but I know that like his, uh, his higher up is Richard Horowitz. Who oh, geez, did, does he do the Zim voice? Yes, he's Zim.
1: I know, but does he do that voice? Yep. Oh boy.
0: Yeah. It's also, he's also Raz, uh, Alpha five. Yes. Uh, I, Billy, I found and that I, found, I, I,
1: I was I was slightly horrified when I was like, "Oh right, Alpha 5 is now Zim."
0: <laughs> yes, he is Orthopox. And uh Jay Grant Albrecht is the guy who does uh the guy who does crypto, I believe. Yeah, he does crypto. Which turns out I have a better crypto than I thought. Yeah, anyway, like all the, all the dialogue for them is the same because I'm I'm near 100 percent certain that is the exact same audio files. It probably is because it sounds old. Like it sounds real Whoa, fucking. Wait, what,
1: what was the what was the original game made? Two thousand five. Two thousand five. That well, was only fifteen years
0: ago. Yeah, but like audio from, audio from fifteen years ago sounds can sound significantly worse than audio from today. Mm. Especially if they don't have like the like the raw files, because this sounds like this sounds like they had fucking like you know compressed files or something. Oh, that could have been it. Yeah. Yeah, because it sounds real crunchy at times. Just like it's like really weird uh, weird sounding audio that sounds like it was honestly it sounds like it might have been recorded by us. Oh,
1: well then maybe there's hope for us yet.
0: <laughs> yeah, we we managed with the standards of video game development in 2005. Who knows? Maybe by 2030 we'll, we'll meet today's standards.
1: Yeah, we'll be, yeah, yeah. Well,
0: just... a retro prods. thing. Yeah, that's yeah, it. Destinal prods. Catching up to the curve 15 years late. Mm-hmm. But no, I... I so, found, oh,
1: yeah, it's, it's, it's an intentional retro thing, yes.
0: But yeah, I, I found Destroy All Humans the remake mostly fun. Uh, Just kind of... It's kind of bare. It's kind of bare bones. Like it, it does what it needs to do to be fun, but it doesn't do anything more than that. Like story wise, it is just, hey, here's the thing. Go do alien stuff to it. Okay, did it, and then and then he goes, "Fucking filthy monkeys," referring to all humans, and like, ju- like, like, there's the cow joke. There's anytime you fucking like bust someone's brain out with the anal probe.
1: I was going to say, is there anal probing? Yes, there is. Of course there is.
0: Yes. The crosshair, when you have the anal probe out, turns into a butt. And when you shoot someone with it, they hold their butt and run around screaming when they're and, until their head explodes. I never use the anal probe because I find the anal probe to be garbage when I can just extract their brains with my mind. And when I do it with my mind, uh, that has a splash effect that anybody who's who's close to them when they die from their head exploding, their head also starts exploding. If I kill them while their head's exploding, then I just still get their brains, and then that just fucking ricochets out from there. You kill one person by exploding their head, you can kill, like, 12 people. It was great. And so the angle probe was just a less efficient way to do that.
1: Yeah, but you could be like, "Ha ha ha!" I'm anal probing people. But then again,
0: again, that's you're
1: not. You're, again, you're not. You're not. As, we're not as entertained by that as as we were.
0: That joke was ago. funny when I was thirteen.
1: Yes. Even now, I just like when I was like, you know, it's not really that funny anymore. Exactly. Curse my maturity.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. So actually, getting into weapons, uh, talk about them. Uh, the Zappomatic, uh, there's, like, this, like, infinite ammo lightning gun that has a battery recharge on it. That gun is way fucking better than I thought it was. Primarily because getting ammo in this game is a real fucking crapshoot. Because you have to go up to a item in the world and transmogrify it. If it has the fucking transmogrify option on it, then hit the button after a couple seconds, it dumps out ammo. But what ammo it dumps out is entirely random. You only have two guns that require ammo, but it's entirely possible to have more than enough. Like, like it's the disintegrator ray and an ion cannon or something. So some kind of like weird, like grenade launcher that does like stupid damage. And so you just transmogify stuff. It's entirely possible to get, you just get nothing but like disintegration ray ammo. Well, for like five or six items in a row and not get a single thing for the grenade for the grenade launcher which happened to me multiple times, where I would fire off, like, fucking five grenades and then go, okay, fuck, I need ammo. Okay, that's disintegrator ray. That's disintegrator ray. That's disintegrator ray.
1: You will disintegrate things and you will like it.
0: Yeah, to the point that it just got easier to just fucking, like, dump everything into upgrading the zapmatic and then just electrocute everyone to death.
1: This game is, like, use a disintegrator ray.
0: Yeah, same kind of thing happened with the uh, flying saucer. Uh, Come on,
1: man. Yeah,
0: you know, the flying saucer is a similar kind of situation where you... Well, I guess I guess it's a bit of a different situation with the flying saucer because the ammo that it, the ammo that like it transmogrifies is ammo for every gun at once, which is to say you have your heat ray, which is infinite ammo. You have a sonic boom cannon, which you know creates this like massive shockwave explosion, and then you have, I believe this one's called the ion cannon, where it's just essentially dropping a nuke. But but with the, but with the nuke dropping one you have to have the thing at 100% power, drop it, and then it makes the massive explosion, and then you have to recharge it by finding ammo. The thing is, I never use it outside of the tutorial, because getting enough fucking power to reuse it again isn't a thing. Unless you're spending all of your time fucking trying to regen ammo in this. You fire it once, and then essentially, it is just dead for the rest of that mission. Which I, that's, it's, I like how, I like playing with toys. I don't like using the toy once and then having to sit there waiting for it to recharge. Might just be me, but. And uh, speaking of actually just mission structure, every mission kind of feels the exact same. Kill everything? No, it's, it is go in here, but do it quiet. Find your target, kill everything, get in your saucer and blow everything up. That is the structure of, like, essentially every mission area. Because, like, the, the game jumps to like a few different areas, um, like, there's farming community, a coastal, like, San Francisco-style community, an army base, and then Washington. Washington, D.C., and Washington State. And that's essentially the progression, it is... It is, you do small thing, you do bigger thing, you do thing at army base, you take over the capital. And it doesn't, and like, it gets, it gets stale after a while because you essentially just like know the beats, you know what's going to happen. Like they use, they use the same like, um, obstacles in each area. So that doesn't super vary a lot. It just kind of gets, it just kind of feels repetitive, which the game's like fucking five hours long. So you don't have a lot of time to actually dwell on it. But it can just feel repetitive. Um, They also unlocked, they also, with this remake, they put in a a lost mission. A mission uh, that was supposed to be the original game, but got cut for reasons.
1: Ah, one of those things.
0: Yeah. I could not tell you what was appreciably different about it, because I don't think there was anything appreciably different about it. I think it was just another mission. So I missed that entirely. I didn't I didn't even realize I had played it until I went back through the fucking mission list and saw that I had played it. So yeah, I guess that that speaks to how fucking vital that mission was. I see why they cut it. But beyond those problems like like those are problems that uh, that are, like stand with the original game. As a remake, this thing is this thing is this thing is pretty good. Like it is it for what like it is a $20 remake of a pretty good game from fucking 15 years ago. Okay. And, and as that, it fucking succeeds spectacularly. The fact that the game doesn't hold up super well isn't really a knock against this so much as it is a knock against the old game. Uh kind of like it did with Spongebob. Which I guess now I'll get into Spongebob, because I also got Spongebob for review from the folks doing PR for THQ Nordic.
1: Is, it, is, it, is that the other
0: old Spongebob game that was re-released? Yes, Spongebob Squarepants Battle for Bikini Bottom re- Rehydrated. This game wow. is garbage. That's a mouthful. Yeah, I fucking... Fuck me, I hate this game. Like as a like I don't know if I don't know if I ever actually played this game back when I was back when I was young. I know Caveman did because he asked me about it a lot when I was playing it, but yo, I fucking hate this game. It is not good.
1: I like, mean I'm not surprised it's a Spongebob game. I wouldn't think a Spongebob game would be particularly good.
0: Yeah, but everything everything has like licensed games have a chance to be good.
1: I know licensed games have a chance to be good, but it's Spongebob.
0: Yeah, but it, it's it's bad even beyond the things from SpongeBob that are bad in it. Really? Yeah, like it is. It is the most generic example of third world of like third person platforming, done in the barest bones way that it is barely functional. Like I played that I played that game for like five hours, and I barely enjoyed any of it. Like, the first 30 minutes that I played that I posted up on the site, those were fine because there wasn't anything super egregious happening there. But then you get, like, deeper into it, and it's just, it feels Sorry. like nothing matters.
1: I mean, it's SpongeBob. Nothing matters. You, you can't keep
0: using that as an excuse.
1: I'm just, I'm just saying, is you're just like, oh my god, it's. I'm like, it's SpongeBob. Yes, SpongeBob would was once great. Absolutely, uh, not for very long. Like those, those, I remember, I remember getting old within like five years or so.
0: I remember fucking watching SpongeBob for like years and loving it.
1: Well, you're a couple years younger than me, so.
0: I'm I'm, I I'm mean, not There to is make, the occasional I'm, I'm not to make Bob. That significant of a difference.
1: That's true. I mean, there is there is the occasional SpongeBob episode where I was like, oh, wow, this is pretty funny, but I mean...
0: Yeah, like, that. Like SpongeBob had that really, like, fast-paced, absurdist humor that really worked for, like, it, it felt like a bridging of the gap between, like, new Nickelodeon and old Nickelodeon. Yeah. Like, that was a... Like, SpongeBob felt like a half of Ren and Stimpy. half of
1: Ren and Stimpy and a half of, um what do they have now
0: uh right now uh nothing i think power rangers
1: oh, all right yeah that's right they own that now
0: and to be fair to them they're doing all right beast morphers is a pretty decent power ranger season but anyway uh yeah so they're missing two pretty key characters uh well two two key voices in the game uh, with Clancy Brown and Ernest Borgnine not showing up for recording. And that was the case with the original game, too.
1: Clancy Brown was too busy to be Mr. Krabs. I'm shocked.
0: Yeah, so they got a guy who, you know, heard, heard Clancy Brown do Mr. Krabs once. Arr, 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 arr. It was about that good, what you just hey, did. He's much, yeah. Yeah, it was about Basically. that good. Okay. But they got a much better Ernest Borgnine impersonator. So they-
1: so, so they could have hired me, and it would have been exactly the same. Pretty much. Oh, who does Ernest? Who does Borgnine play in SpongeBob?
0: Uh Mermaid Man.
1: I never noticed.
0: Yeah, that's Ernest Borgnine.
1: I, I never noticed. I, I, I've, I don't remember seeing that many episodes with Mermaid Man in. That's probably why. As opposed to like Clancy Brown, where I was like, "That's Clancy. That's yep. Lex Luthor." I'm horrified, <laughs> also amused at the same
0: time. Yep. Uh, but yeah, so, but everyone else in the cast is the same, but none of it's paced. Like the thing, the thing that makes SpongeBob work is its pacing. It, it is able to just like go, go, go. And then when like, it needs to, for comedic effect, stop. But with this, everything, like when we go into cutscenes, it's just in engine footage with like a text box over it. But the thing is, by you, pro- you progressing the text boxes doesn't progress the actual dialogue. So, like, a text box will pop up, uh, the character will start reading it, and they can jump to the next page, and they'll still be reading the previous page of dialogue. And then, it's just, and then, like, there's no way to, there was no way that I saw, at least, or didn't try to, like, skip forward beyond that, and then, and then the next character comes, the next guy comes in. And there is no timing, there is no spacing, or, there, like, the spacing in between their dialogue is real fucking awkward and janky, and so any joke they try to play lands flat, because... It's all so awkwardly stilted. And then get into the game itself, and it's just these characters that you play as. You play as uh, you play as interchangeably. SpongeBob, Patrick, and Sally. Sandy? Sally? Sally Cheeks, yeah. Sand, sand, Sandy San, Cheeks. Sandy. Sandy Cheeks, right. Even yeah. I know that. Sorry, I, I don't know what I was thinking. But yeah, Sandy. Uh, you, you play as interchangeably as them. Like in the open world, you're SpongeBob. And then in each level, you can swap out to be either Patrick or Sandy, depending on the level. And they all have their own abilities like uh, Patrick can lift stuff and Sandy can uh, use her lasso to hover and uh, like rope swing. That, which by the way, it feels fucking terrible. Like like you to, with, with this, you have to like jump and then once you get like, once you get close enough, there's like a contextual button prompt and then it just kills all momentum. It begins swinging and you can, ugh. It feels goddamn atrocious. Yeah, so playing it, so you get to choose like them and they each have like their own like character specific lines that are, I believe, supposed to be funny, but none of them are because they are set out of context and context matters for jokes.
1: Oh, it's like, it's like one of those things where they just randomly say stuff whenever, like every couple
0: minutes or something. Yeah. No matter where they are, even if it makes no sense. They try to have it make sense, but again, it doesn't super work. Like, hey, funnily enough, Tom Kenny's SpongeBob voice is very annoying. I know. Everyone knows that. Yes, when used for comedy, it can be effective, but when used without comedy, it's just annoying. And you get to the, and you get into these worlds, and the worlds themselves are just this weird mishmash of bullshit. It has robots thrown all over it and these collectibles that don't that like are the same for throughout every world and respawn. So it's, it's like, Hey, you can collect like fucking a thousand shiny bits or whatever in here. And then once you do that, you leave, if you come back, then they are all respawned, all the exact same place, all the exact same position to get them. So there's no real incentive to go collect all that stuff unless you want hundred percent completion, which isn't a thing really because everything respawns.
1: So there's no 100 percent completion in the game at all?
0: Uh like you like you get like get like Patrick's socks, which don't respawn. You get the golden spatulas, which are which are used to like open up new areas and are your essentially That's, your essentially your like record of completion. Do and you
1: I, get anything besides a golden spatula?
0: Uh no, you get the golden spatula and every once in a while every once a while they get like a new like SpongeBob move, like you able to like go bubble bowling, which has it effects on certain levels but there's not really a whole lot to it I'll be honest I didn't finish this game just because I gave up played for 5 yeah, hours yeah I don't think I'd be able to Yeah played it for 5 I'd hours I was like me. okay yeah that's that's enough the thing that killed yeah. me the thing that, the thing that made me just fucking stop though was I was doing these like time trial runs that you need to do in uh, the I need to do in like the skiing level to get like the golden spatula. And they were timed, and like it was like these like massive tracks you had to like, you know, like skate down on Spongebob's tongue. And no matter what I did on this one, I would always I would always finish it and then and then be like and then be 20 seconds away from the end. Like I would go down the fastest route I could I could conceivably see. And then when the timer ran out, I then would start timing. Every single time. Between 15 and 20 seconds was left between the end of that, the end of the timer and me reaching the end of the thing. I was like, oh, okay, this is some fucking like rail hopping bullshit that I'll never be able to get. So fuck this game. Like time travels are, time travels are supposed to be hard. They're not supposed to be like, like, I, I don't know what I was missing, but like, fuck, man, that was ridiculous. Oh, Fuck. I did not have fun at all playing that yeah.
1: game. The sad thing is one of my friends was really hyped for it too. I wonder if they liked it or not.
0: Yeah, Kate was really hyped for it too. did he play it? I don't know yet. Oh. I just know that I just know like with um I just know like the entire time I was talking about how shitty it was, he was just like, Yeah, I remember it.
1: Remember, I wonder if next time the cave's gonna be here and he's gonna be like, Oh, yeah, I played it and it was great. And he just like literally says the opposite of everything you do, like line by line. That would be impressive, completely obli- completely
0: oblivious. That would be him talking for more than seven minutes. That's true. Uh, but anyway, from there, uh, last thing I played, uh, I had to buy this one, so you know, no need to disclose with this. Uh, but I've, I've, been, I've still been trucking away to Last was Part 2. Oh. Yep. That. So I haven't gotten to the parts where people have been shitting themselves in terror or anger. I just, I've just been kind of like trucking way through the Ellie bits. And this game is not as good as the first one.
1: Yeah. That's the things a lot of people said. Like, even beyond all the controversial stuff, they're just like, it's just, it's not good. It's not as good. Yeah, it, if you
0: ignore that, they've kind of naughty dogged it a bit. I'm sorry, they've uncharted it a bit. But then again, from what the,
1: uh, the from what that creator guy says, it wasn't supposed to be fun. It's supposed to be a political statement.
0: The political statement seems to be violence and bad. Yeah. Which doesn't super square away with the like multiple cutscene action sequences where you have infinite ammo.
1: I mean, it sounds like this guy is just an idiot. So.
0: Not an idiot, more just like kind of pretentious. Uh,
1: pre- pretentious and not... Uh...
0: So, when I say they uncharted it up, it is the like set piece action sequences. It is the, it is the like cutscene bits where you don't play really, but you are vaguely interacting with it. And these things go, compl- so, oh, these things go completely so, so, against. So quick time events... Not even that like you do anything you shoot kind of but I don't know if I don't know if you shooting actually means anything
1: oh okay I mean is it, is it like Devil May cry where like the game just completely takes control from you and you're like no it's, it, it's like no player we're too cool for you watch Dante do all these impossible tricks you can't possibly replicate because you'll never be as cool as the computer
0: it's basically a cutscene where the where the camera's still the in-game camera and you can move it like a fraction of the degree you could move it before Oh, okay. Yeah, like, the thing that specifically sticks out in my head is, uh, so I was, like, like going through this, uh, like, this, like, you know, stealth, quote-unquote stealth area, um, which I'll get to in a second. I had two bullets left in one gun. That was all the ammo I had. Then a cutscene starts. We get into a vehicle, and I'm given given control, quote-unquote again, which is I can then aim. I then proceed to fire 95 shots. From the gun that had two bullets. Okay. The scene then ends, and I'm back to two bullets.
1: Clearly, you put on the bandana.
0: This game, this, the that first game, like the first game, did really great job of like having every bullet matter, having it feel like your resources and like scavenging mattered, and having it feel like you were actually just fucking like scrapping your way through this goddamn world. In this. You find so much shit that when you that when you, when you when you get into an area where there aren't things to pick up, you're, I'm actually I was actually vag- genuinely surprised. And then it has like this cutscene bits where it just throws the scrappiness out of the window. It just for you to go, oh god, blah 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 blah. And then it, that's really it. Like it just fucking throws like the feel of the game out the goddamn window. And like I am, I, I am like ten hours in or something. I have never had less than two health kits on me at any given time, as well as t- as well as no less than two fucking uh, um like Molotov cocktails, which is a bit of a problem for a game that's a, that's about you like you know having to scrounge for supplies and shit. It's
1: like it's like welcome to, welcome to scrounging for supplies in this dead resourceless world. As you trip over ammo and medical kits wherever you go, because people just left it there.
0: Yeah, you can also craft arrows and a silencer. Oh. Which can the craft silencer, a silencer? Yes, you can craft a you can craft a silencer for your pistol. Which kind of speaks to a like a shift in mindset that I feel for this game. Which it feels geared way more towards you just fucking like popping off. Like, the range of, like, of, like insta-kill melee weapons are way wider than they were in the first game. You have, like, an infinite shiv in, like, with, uh, with Ellie's knife. Uh, and you have a dodge function. Which, in the first game, that was just a sprint. But in this, you can actually use it to, you, when you get into like, combat or whatever, you can use it to dodge, like, melee attacks. to then, like, get in for, like, better melee combat. Which, at, like, yes, feels better when you get into melee combat. But you shouldn't be getting into melee combat. The entire point of the game is like, is like you can stealth around them. I have not been able to find a way to successfully stealth through an area that maybe we just because I just These saw. horrible
1: fungal mutants. Let's kill them.
0: Yeah, let's kill them with the knife. Well, also just people. Oh, because you kill way more. Just rig- you kill way more just people. When you do like horrible fungal mutants. Uh, the listening is still shit. But it seems like at the beginning of combat encounters, the, your listening is way better than it is in the middle of it. Because there are times where I like walk into an area, hear some th- hear some talking, do the listen thing, and then see like like 19 like blips. And I go do the listen again and I find I hear t- and I see two kind of close to me. And that's it. The listening is fucking trash that barely works half the time. But with these areas that you go into, they're way more wide, way more open, and filled with way more people. As well as dogs that are able to track you by scent. So it feels half the time like... Like it, the game is like almost like incentivizing you to just say fuck it and go whole hog out. Go like full fucking balls of the wall. And blow all your shit in each combat encounter.
1: It sounds like they're just like, oh yeah, there's stealth mechanics. But stealth mechanics are lame. let's just kill everyone.
0: Yeah, it, it feels like that sometimes. I'm still trying to fucking stealth my way through it because... I'm, I'm fucking stubborn like that and I like stealth but more and more it feels like the game is just telling me just, just kill them just be faster kill them
1: stealth, stealth is lame why are you trying to be a pacifist or a stealther look
0: we gave you a silencer use your gun more
1: I bet you're one of those guys that plays Metal Gear and doesn't just kill everyone
0: you see no I do I just do it quietly what a loser like I specifically teched out Metal Gear so that I had the fucking silent sniper Also, the silenced like knockout sniper. Unless I also spent more time running around with that because I my, I was fine with my pistol. Or sorry, not my pistol, my fucking assault rifle. I think I got like a two hundred meter headshot with my with my assault rifle once. In that game.
1: Yeah, it's pretty uh,
0: I need to replay MGS five. It's so good. You could do But no, like <coughs> So much of Last of Us part two just feels like them not really getting what made Last of Us part one work and just trying to make it more make it feel a bit more like Uncharted but that's that not what people liked about Last of Us like it like last of us didn't feel like uncharted and it was fucking great. It was this really scrappy like scavenging dirty game where you're playing as this unrepentant asshole who ended up dooming the world because he because he couldn't because he couldn't like bring himself to let go and everyone's like, "Oh my god, Joel was such an amazing person. How could you have done this to him?" I like Joel. Yeah, I like Joel too. He's not a good person.
1: No, but he doesn't deserve to get horrifically killed like that.
0: Yeah, he did. No, no he didn't. Yeah, he did. Remember, remember how remember how his brother was traumatized by the time he out with them. Remember that time he doomed the entire world because he didn't want one girl to die? Also remember how the scientists yeah, but she were, was worth it. Also remember how the scientists were fucking idiots and decided instead of like instead of like milking her for resources and taking a bit of a time to work on a to work on a vaccine, they decided to just kill her outright?
1: Yeah, that's why they deserve to die and he did nothing wrong.
0: <laughs> you sound like Twitter. Mm, it's true. It's, it's not really, though. Like, yeah, I would doom the world for Ellie. Yes, I feel like I would too, but that's not the right decision. That's a selfish decision.
1: Ah, it's all relative.
0: Yes, and relatively, the life of one child who is a horrid murderer raised by another horrid murderer is not better, is, is not worth more in the grand scheme of things than people not being turned into fungus zombies. Like, am I the asshole here? Or?
1: Uh, I don't know. Like I said, when I played it, I was like, most of these people in this world are stupid, and they probably deserve this fungal apocalypse. <laughs> these scientists totally deserve to get killed. Like the scientists do,
0: because again, they're idiots. I,
1: I, I had like I had very little sympathy for anyone in the world other than Joel and Ellie. I'm like, no, I'll just kill, it, kill everyone. Well, that's that's
0: because Joel and Ellie were your POV characters. <laughs> Take 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 my adopted daughter home. Like probably half the people you killed in those fucking raids had adoptive daughters at their home.
1: Nah, I don't think so.
0: Or regular daughters. Sorry, not regular daughters. If they did, they would have brought
1: if they did if they did, they would have brought them with them. <laughs> so so so, so, so killed them too. murderers would have feel well.
0: Don't want to leave a legacy now with the
1: Or maybe he'd feel sorry for them.
0: Joel wouldn't. He would see the guns and they immediately immediately go into fucking terminator mode.
1: But yeah, but my 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 uh my perspective on this is probably skewed because I came out of you know the last most point thinking like those scientists totally deserved it. <laughs> so 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 on what's her face wants revenge because she was there. I was like, shut up, bitch. <laughs> he should have killed you too. <laughs> you don't deserve to live either. Uh, she wasn't there.
0: You just found out about it later and then tracked him down.
1: Well, Jim, And also, father deserved it.
0: So just final thing uh, to the people who were like, so, so like when this game, like, like on the lead to this game, uh, people were talking about how there was a scrapped character. There was a scrapped concept for Last of Us Part One where Tess was the main bad guy. And she would like track Joel and Ellie across the country trying to just kill them. But they scrapped that idea because it was too unrealistic for them, story-wise, for Tess to be able to track them across the country like that. And then in this game, when it came out that uh, that like Abby had tracked down Joel across the country, people were like, "Oh, so you scrapped it for Tess? But, it'd be, uh, but like, fucking Abby's able to do it? You fucking dumbass writers!" I will say this. It makes a bit more sense to track a person to a single enclosed location like Jackson than it was to track a man loose across a country. Like in Last of Us Two, Joel is in Jackson, a single location, for four years. That makes a bit more sense to me to be able to find him than it is just. All right, we need to find we need to find one man and one girl in a fucking lawless wasteland. Can we ask anyone for help? No. Is there any, do they leave behind any noticeable signs? Just dead bodies. Well fuck those are everywhere. Like I do not get the majority of the criticisms against Abby. And the ones that I the ones that I like can't disagree with, I don't really have anything to disagree with them on because I haven't really gotten to see her much of her character yet.
1: Oh, well, you know. Keep playing, I guess.
0: Yeah, I will. I need to fucking finish it. I probably end up streaming it at some point. I'm working. I'm working on getting like a new setup so I can try streaming more. Uh, twitchtv slash broads so if anyone's interested. But anyway, that's all I got. What have you been playing, Alex?
1: So, so speaking of of uh, Wii's and whether or not we had them ten years ago, um, there was a there was a game that came out on the Wii. That I wasn't able to play called Xenoblade Chronicles. Ah oh, yes. And for the Switch, they just released an updated version. So finally, after 10 years, I could play it. And how was it? Oh, let well, well hold on. I, I I have to I have to give you the backstory to the <laughs> series first. <laughs> because the because the see first we, before Xenoblade, there was Saga. Before Xeno Saga, there was Xeno Gears, and they're mostly made by the same uh, guy who keeps wanting to tell this epic story of several games worth, only gets like a couple games out, and then the, the publisher gives up on the series and he has to leave to go to another publisher, attempt to restart the idea, but also he can't use the exact idea anymore because that's intellectual property of his last <laughs> publisher.
0: Oh my god!
1: So, so we we went from Zenogears to Zenosaga, which uh, was was still able to uh, to reuse a couple of the ideas he never got to in the first one. But then after three games of that, we got to Zenoblade, which is completely different. Because I assume at this point he's just like desperately trying to salvage whatever he can that isn't owned by another company.
0: Yeah, like aren't all so those Blade, games also like largely? Unrelated.
1: Um like looking at
0: the well, Blade, like Blade Chronicles and what I know of the Blade Chronicles 2. Yeah. Like they are they appear to be, at least on the, on the surface, uh, vastly different.
1: They're vastly different, but uh I believe they I think they are related, but I haven't played two yet because I was waiting for this one to come out. So I wanted to play it in order. Fair enough. In proper way. But, uh, so, you've never played Xenoblade Chronicles?
0: No, I've only played Xenoblade or, Chronicles 2.
1: You never played the first. Okay. Well, uh, I'm going to. First off. So, so the story takes place many years ago. There were two giants, the Bionis and the Mechanis. Do you who, get it? Yeah.
0: Do, 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 you get, do you get it?
1: Do you get the reference?
0: Do you got it.
1: So they had a bit, so they had, who had this huge, like, sword duel for, like, thousands and thousands of years. And then they eventually, they use up all their energy and they just stopped moving, hibernating, waiting for their fight to take, to, uh, to keep going. And while that was going on, life sprung up on these two giants. Naturally. Naturally. <laughs> so on the, the, the Bionis, which is the not metallic one, which is covered in grass and, Sometimes it's hard to realize that you're actually walking on a giant guy because most of the most of the uh most of it looks like your average fantasy world, but yeah. there's except, except like it's not it's not a mountain in the background, it's like his shoulder,
0: yeah, it's like halo, the, basically. Yeah, you're just on this like massive like environment, it's like, oh, great, oh, right, I'm on a ring. Just every once in a while, you just look over and go, Oh, right, superstructure. Ah, uh, yes. I. Yeah, so it's, I, like, so it's like. I need the, to get.
1: That, that mountain in the background, it's actually a shoulder.
0: I need to get that. I need to get the Halo remakes on PC.
1: Yes, and then you can join the multiplayer and go back to 10 years ago. Why would I do that? When everyone was killing when everyone was killing each other and making Slayer. Yeah. Slayer Dominator.
0: No, Slayer, was, Slayer was a game mode. Oh, was it? Yeah.
1: I never played Halo because I never had an Xbox.
0: Yeah, Slayer was uh, the the free-for-all deathmatch mode.
1: Oh, okay. I don't know. I like... I like- yeah, it goes double
0: kill. Triple kill.
1: I only played uh I only played Halo at my friend's house and uh You know, I, I always got destroyed on it, so it uh, it wasn't fun. Yes.
0: Halo, the Master Chief Collection is available now on Steam for fifty dollars, which includes Halo, Halo Combat Evolved, Anniversary Edition, Halo Two, Anniversary Edition, Halo Three, Halo Three O D S T, and Halo Four and Halo Reach. Well, the price of forty nine ninety nine Canadian, or I can only assume, was seventeen dollars USD. Probably. It's fucking bullshit, man. Well, it is what it is. Doesn't have to be though. The exchange rate's a thing, but they just choose to ignore it.
1: They don't care. Any you will pay those. You will pay those extravagant prices. <laughs> Yeah, so anyway. So anyway, so so on the so on the Bionis Giant, there are life forms that have grown there, which are human like, except you know, they're not humans, they're called Homs for some reason.
0: Because you can't say human, then people wonder why they why there are humans there. You gotta name them something different because even if they evolved the same way, they're a different race. I mean, I think I mean
1: I think this is a reference to uh to Zenogears. That uh, I might have caught, but uh, I, I haven't I haven't gotten far enough to confirm that yet. Oh, so yeah. Well, see, in in, in Gears, um, like Xenogears Gears would have like you know biological weapons sent from the original Earth, which were giants mm-hmm. and could create their own civilizations when they landed on a planet.
0: <laughs> okay,
1: so I'm, that, I'm starting to think this is. That's, I'm, I'm thinking maybe that's what they're doing here but it's hard to say because you know and um, so the the poor Homs are constantly besieged by uh, a bunch of mysterious robots called the Mechon. I wonder, I wonder where they came from <laughs> yeah, just going to say
0: Air back, everybody. Sorry about that.
1: Yeah, uh, minor a uh, commu- communication problem there. So anyway, so 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 the not humans, the Hans, get attacked by these mysterious robotic enemies called the Mechon. Who I wonder where they came from.
0: Or such a mystery. Probably the
1: probably the other giant. Yeah. It's okay though because they have they have the sword called the quote Monado, which has mysterious text appear on the blade when they use it, which is actually Japanese, but they can't read it because, you know,
0: <laughs> because they're, because they're not human or from Japan. Cause they're not human. They're Homs. Yes. We have our own distinct language earth. here.
1: Well, 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 that's, that's the thing where I'm like, okay, so I'm guessing these two giants came from earth. Okay. Yeah. So, so in our, so, so the game starts off with this one guy called uh, Dunban, who is the mysterious wielder and hero of the, of, of uh, the whole. The, he he wields the monado and he's the hero of the Homs. And whenever the Mechons show up, he goes out with the monado and he kills them.
0: Naturally, except
1: uh, it turns out it turns out using the monado is hard, and it eventually breaks his arm. So he can't use it, he can't use that arm anymore. Mm-hmm. So. So bef- before he's crippled, he destroys the rest of them with a mighty slash of his Monado. And then a couple months later, he's bedridden. He can't get up. And they're like, man, it would really suck if the Mechon came back.
0: Guess what happens?
1: Guess what happens? The Mechon come back. Oh, no. But uh, our good protagonist, Shulk, <laughs> who is, is not the Hulk and he's not She-Hulk. He's Shulk. Yeah. That is his name. You might you might remember him from Super Smash Brothers.
0: Fuck! What is uh, the the Zelda like her uh, her alternate her hidden thing? Uh, Sheik. Sheik, yes. It's not the Hulk. It's not Sheik. It's not the Hulk. It's not Sheik. It's Shulk. (laughs) Who is
1: your your average uh, tinkering junk guy?
0: Yeah, you know that
1: mysterious past.
0: Yeah, that uh, anime trope.
1: And when the Mechon attacks, somebody has to pick up the Monado and, and rise to fight them. I wonder who it is. It's Shulk. Oh my god, it's Garbage Boy. Yes, he takes the Monado and he he's he starts to fend off the Mechon from the colony, but not before his girlfriend. Uh, is horrifically killed by them. Naturally, he needs Naturally. some reason to keep wielding the sword. Yes. Yeah. Yes. She gets into. She gets into like a. a a lifter thing like in Aliens the whole construction mecha thing just
0: get away from her you bitch
1: and yeah and then and then the thing uh, basically smashes it aside and pulps her with his claw understandable yes so Shulk decides to find out where the Mechon are coming from in order to get revenge for his lost
0: girlfriend oh he's so sad another woman in refrigerator
1: yes well, it's 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 so she can be replaced by uh, this other girl, who is voiced by uh, Jenna Louise Coleman, before she became famous.
0: That's always a that's always a great thing to see about hear about a character. Oh, that's fine. They replaced.
1: Yeah. So so yeah. So in, instead, the actual uh, female main character is apparently this priestess girl, who is voiced by Jenna Louise Coleman from Doctor Who before she was on Doctor Who. Much like how um, Dragon Age 2 had What's-Her-Face from Torchwood. Because, uh, oh yes, because that's the thing. The voice cast from, from this game is entirely British. Okay. No no Americans. It was all done in the UK. They all talk with British accents. Because they wanted to do something different.
0: I mean, I can understand that. Like uh, in... In it Blade Chronicles? Two? Um, each different um, like region or each different like culture is a very specific ridiculous accent. Ah, uh. like I think our main guy is like like there's like Scottish, uh, there's like English, Scottish, French, or something like that. I don't, I don't remember like all the different uh, like various dialects from that game, but
1: yeah. So. I haven't caught too many dialogues yet. It's basically, everyone is like your standard British. Yeah, but uh, I'm sure the the game. Uh, I'm sure we'll come up with more ridiculous accents as the game goes on. And the combat is like MMORPG style, where you have an auto attack. You have an, you have an auto attack, and you have skills on a cooldown that you can select as uh, the fight goes on. So, like, it's like so. So you attack something, then you start doing auto attack. And you can hit, like, a special attack, which is a special slash. And then you have to wait, like, ten seconds for that to cool down. And every character has, like, five buttons that they can set with uh, their various attacks. And there's an interesting mechanic where uh, Shulk can use the Monado to see the future. (laughs) Which, which, yes, it, it, it gives him visions of the future, which happens in plot. But in combat, it means if a character is going to get killed... You'll get like a 10 second warning saying, hey, the enemy is about to use this attack on that character and kill them. And it gives you a chance to either heal them or kill the enemy or try to throw up some kind of defensive uh, barrier or whatever to stop it from happening, which is interesting. But Also, the combat's really hard. A lot of times I'm like, "Okay, we're we're even levels. This should be this should work out good. And then I just get crushed. Mm Hmm. It's like aha, hey, we hit you for a thousand points of damage when you only have eight hundred HP, even though we're both at level fifteen. So I'm not sure if my equipment is not good enough or what's going on there. But I don't know,
0: uh, man. Like, like there, there is, like in Zelda Chronicles Two, at least from what I remember. Um, like, yeah, there was no fucking like actual level scaling at all. Like, is, is, is that it, how the is that
1: is that how the combat was in Xenoblade Chronicles Two?
0: Like in Xenoblade Chronicles Two, like it would be like an open area thing, and then and then like running around, you had the chance of like you know either you procking or having an enemy just decide, hey, I'm going to fight you. And then, yeah. be, and then it would be going to like auto attack stuff. Yeah, that's what uh, one does. Yeah, but differences. Um, I don't, I don't know if it's a difference; it might be the same. Um, walking around an area. You can, you can find monsters anywhere from level 5 to level 80.
1: Oh, yeah, that happened, too, a couple times. I walk around, I was like, what's this enemy's level? Level 75. Okay, I'm going to turn around and go right back.
0: Yep, I've had that happen a couple times. Well, I had that happen a couple, a couple times when I played the game, except I wasn't able to run away. The, the, well, the only thing
1: is that the, the high-level enemies are pretty obvious because they're, like, freaking huge. So you can you pretty much see from the face. I should, I should probably not approach that guy.
0: Yeah, but in Number like, two at least, um, there was like a level seventy-five monster that stood like in the way. It was, it was like occasionally, like it would occasionally be like crouched on like a log or something that was right next to the path you had to take to beat a level twenty quest. Oh,
1: really? Yep. I've not encountered anything like that yet, but
0: the game is still uh, early. Yep, I, I, that's one of the things that made me stop playing the game is just. Okay, I'm running around this open area. I'm level fucking like 25. All right, cool. Oh, I proxed an attack from level 40? Awesome. Can I escape? No.
1: There's also, apparently, um, I, haven't, I haven't decided, I'm desperate enough to use it yet, but apparently there's a mode that just makes everything like ridiculously easy, like casual mode that you can just flip on whenever you're getting killed constantly. It's like, would you like to switch to casual mode? No.
0: Yeah, that's the sign of good game development.
1: Well... Uh, apparently they added that in the remake only because uh, people complained that the original game was too hard at points.
0: Again, that's good game development. Hey, we made, thing, we made this thing horrendously unbalanced. But don't worry, for the remake, we did nothing to change that and just made it an easy mode.
1: Just easy mode, yeah. Do you like that, hardcore so like Gamers? What, easy,
0: would, you, would you rather have a balanced game? Would you rather play on casual mode?
1: To be fair, I feel like this isn't the kind of game that a hardcore gamer would play. It's pretty clearly like, you know, do you like JRPGs?
0: Yeah, but th- th- those motherfuckers are crazy. Oh. Uh, the kind of people who like fucking hundred percent, like get every single persona. Ah, uh, yes. The kind they of pe- exist. Yeah, the kind of people who were like, the, the kind of pe- the kind of people who had like multiple Game Boys to get every Pokemon for themselves.
1: I was never that desperate.
0: Yeah, but they exist, and they would definitely be the kind of people who'd be who you would fucking like say the word casual mode too. And they have flashbacks to like some fucking like some time when they're there, fucking like fireman character died and he start screaming at you.
1: Uh, it's true. It's true. I have seen a couple people who seem to would fit that description, <laughs> but uh, I've been able to power on with only a couple failures. Without having to switch to casual mode, although there is also a hard mode, which I would never ever.
0: Oh no, that's 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 set, ludicrous.
1: It, it sounds it sounds it sounds like you're asking for pain if you you're going to play on hard mode.
0: Yeah. So I guess a couple questions, just to for my own education. I guess. Uh, so, Titans is that a thing in this game?
1: Yeah, uh, I assume the Mekanis and the Bionis are Titans. They are not. Okay, how do you know?
0: Uh, because titans are weird flying dragon creatures. Okay,
1: then no, they're not flying. They are they're, giants. Yeah, they, they but like, they're stuck in the water.
0: Yeah, like like in *Zelda: Chronicles 2*. Everyone lives in the back of titans, which are these like giant like whale creatures, like dragon dragon whale creatures that people just like build societies on the backs of. It's where I got the idea for my fucking D and D game.
1: I know. That's why I was like this. I was like, "This is oddly familiar." Wait a minute.
0: Yeah. Um, are are does this does Zombie Chronicles one have the concept of blades and drivers?
1: As far you, oh, you mean as far as like the, the having a spirit for the blade?
0: No, like no, like so. So in Bloodline Chronicles two. Uh, yeah. Your characters are drivers, which are, which they are like, you know, the controllers of these different blades and blades are sentient creatures that fight for them. Okay. Sometimes they are a literal blade. Other times they are a tiger or a woman. Ah. The
1: Monado could, the Monado and Shulk could be like very, very, very early versions of that, but uh, I haven't seen anything like that yet.
0: Yeah, like, I'm I'm just trying to find any kind of connection.
1: Cuz there is there is like there is a guy that lives in the Monado who like occasionally yeah. talks to Shulk.
0: Is uh is Yggdrasil a thing.
1: Uh I think actually I think I have I think I remember it being mentioned once, but I'm I'm still I mean I still haven't even gone to the other, you know, giant yet, so.
0: Yeah, just, yeah so Yggdrasil I the mean, world, yeah, so in Xenoblade Chronicles 2. Yggdrasil, the world tree, is this massive tree that exists in the. There's the only, like, a bit of actual, like, land ish stuff in the world that isn't a fucking titan.
1: It could be there, but I don't know. Like, the entire game s- so far takes place, like, th- they are basically just, like, two two giants that are just, like, stuck, like, in a fighting position in the middle of the ocean.
0: Yeah, and I don't know if I didn't make it far enough in Xenoblade Chronicles 2, but I found no reference to any of this. <laughs>
1: I any mean, this yeah i mean i, I there, there is an extra uh there's an extra scenario for that is post game which i haven't started yet cuz i haven't finished the actual game naturally which is supposedly which supposedly connects more to two so uh, it might come up in that
0: maybe i don't know i'm just i'm just trying to find any kind of connection at all
1: we'll see. Other than that, there does isn't appear to be much of a connection yet but i mean you know yep you never know did, i think this does take i think this does take place in the, many years in the, but i mean it's it's uh it's it's interesting at least i'm not hating it aside from the couple times i've gotten crushed but i can usually find a way to get around it and if all this feels i could always switch to casual mode
0: yes and then you'd know forever
1: for, ah, No do for, yes, forever it's like it's like when it's like when devil may cry it's like would you like to go to easy mode i was like have a fuck no. you buddy don't feel sorry for me game
0: it's like in Metal Gear Solid 5, where if you fail enough times, you're, you, get, you get the option to play it with a chicken hat. It's like, yeah, you're on easy mode, but you're wearing a chicken hat. You cannot Does a chicken off. hat do anything? Uh, it means you're on easy mode. Oh, okay. Yeah, just just when, you, just when you switch to easy mode, you just get a chicken hat that you cannot take off.
1: This is like how if you play, if you play I Want to Be the Guy on easy mode, you get like a bow and extra save points that say wuss on them.
0: <laughs> yeah. Just, it uh, mocks you. Mocks you? Oh, was it too? Was a game too hard for you? Oh, sorry, I thought you were a gamer. Yeah, no. are just like, "All right, fuck you, then, guy." I'm the fucking I'm Not given, and I don't plan on it yet.
1: Yeah, but we'll see.
0: Alrighty, I'm playing anything else?
1: Uh, yes, actually. So there is this game. All right, so so there is a sale for the you know the PS4 summer sale, yeah. And there was this game that was only four dollars. So even though it looked really stupid and like so anime troped that even I couldn't uh, handle it, I decided that for four dollars I'd give it a try just so I have something to to talk about. Okay, might be an interesting story. So it's a game called uh, Black Rose Valkyrie.
0: I feel like I've heard of that,
1: and uh, uh, you probably have. Uh, so have you ever heard? Are you familiar with Sakura Taisen?
0: I am not, but I looked. I just looked up Dark Rose Valkyrie, and yo, this is anime as fuck.
1: Yes, it is. It's very anime.
0: Like goddamn, it's like it's like if Gundam didn't have any teeth.
1: Basically, it's it's like it's anime, and it's it's like they all they look like they have weapons from Ruby, like with the whole transformation (laughs) mechanical thing. Yeah, they do. Except they're all except they're all stupidly huge. Like they all wield weapons that are bigger than them. Yeah. But anyway, I say this because, uh, so Sakura Tyson was a Sega Saturn slash Dreamcast series, which was basically the very first, like, uh, you know, like visual novel type, uh, Hey, there's lots of girls that the protagonist can build a relationship meter with. And also there's another story that's not just dating the girls and the story might change a little bit depending on which girl likes him the most. <laughs> Yeah. so that was the that was the prototype for that kind of game.
0: There's a story that there's a story in this game that involved doesn't involve fucking these girls, but if you do fuck them, yeah, change here's the story. Cause,
1: yeah, because well, because it's it's like because there is like there's visual novels, and then there's like this is a visual there this is visual novel parts, and like choose your own waifu, but also there's a game and there's gameplay involved, and mm-hmm. uh, okay, so so Black Rose Va- Valkyrie is kind of like. I, I, it reminds me, it's like this is a lot of like Sakura Tyson, except instead of robots, you have uh, stupidly oversized weapons. Yeah. So uh, you play as this guy called uh, Shiramine, who is assigned to this division in Japan of uh, soldiers, whose job it is is to exterminate random monsters that just happen to be showing up. Which is similar to Sakura Taisen, where it's like, "Hey, there are monsters. Monsters are showing up in Japan. Pilot robots to kill them." Here is your squad, new lieutenant. They are also all attractive young women.
0: Yes. If you happen to fuck them, who knows?
1: Who knows? Something could happen. Good luck out there. And so, except except that that's that's a strategy like RPG game. This is just straight up. It's straight up turn-based, but it's like you, you enter your commands and then like, uh, I think have you ever played? I'm assuming you've never played. Have you played Final Fantasy X? Uh, I have. Or I have like, not. Okay, because there's like you know like like turn orders come up. It's like because it's like there's like a bar on the screen which is like oh, when w- this is when character's turn comes up. So when you select it, you know they will, they will make that move. And sometimes it. It, uh, it can take a very long time for a character's turn to come up, but there's also a fast-forward function, which just immediately speeds up everything so that they stand there for a few seconds and then they do their move. So I'm not really sure why they needed to put in that excessive delay in the first place, but you could just fast-forward through it. Hmm. Unless there is a a benefit to letting things play out without hitting fast-forward, which I have not seen. Because I only play this game a little bit because it was really dumb and really anime-y. I don't know if I'm going to go... And I'm not know sure if I'm gonna go any farther once Zenel because then like oh, the Zeno Blade came out, I'd much rather play this. I mostly just got this because it was four dollars, and I was curious about it because I was like, this looks like Ruby except crossed with Sakura Tyson. Mm. Also, also using these exper- using these experimental weapons uh, causes the girls to develop weird split personalities, where their hair turns white. And they have really weird personality quirks, of course. Like, uh, like, like the ma- like the main girl, and she's like, ah oh, ha 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 ha. Like, she- she's like, but am I really sweet or am I just manipulating you?
0: Oh, fine, Maybe it's all a lie. That yeah. sounds like so much fun.
1: I mean, really like, very
0: in depth and well written characters.
1: Uh well, I mean, there's there's the main <laughs> girl who's the nice girl. There's there there's 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 this one girl who insists that she's a guy. Even though like um, she's clearly
0: not. I am worried about talking about that, because I'm pretty sure this game is a remake from the past and you know, today.
1: Yeah. Well I'm just saying also, it's Japan. Not like, yeah, but it's it's Japan, so you know. But it's also it's not like she's like trans or anything. She's just like, no, I'm a guy. That sounds pretty trans. Like, okay. Well, yeah. But it's but but it's like, can't you tell? And he's like, uh yes. Cause you can't have the character just kind of roll with it and be like, Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, I see it. Okay. And uh, and this character's this character's and then this character has like the sister who's like I don't like talking to men they scare me.
0: Yes, they all scare me except you. You got that good good.
1: Except you if if you if you complete my bond events enough then you won't scare me anymore.
0: you know, fuck me and I'll make your fist gauntlets bigger. I don't know. And
1: then there's you know the ara ara rich girl. Yeah. <sighs> Who is in every freaking story? Basically,
0: I feel bad talking about this. I know. Can we stop? It was
1: not that great. Well, there's one thing. I, what, there's one more thing I'd, I should probably get to. So, so there's so much like Persona Five. Uh, somebody in the group is a traitor, of course. But it's one of but but it's one of two potential dudes, and the one it is is the one who doesn't like you. <laughs> So so it's so it's, ba- so it's basically like hey, so 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 so, so, so it's so it's, whoever you don't want to betray you, just be his pal and he won't do it. But then the other guy will.
0: <laughs> oh, what the. Fuck? <laughs> okay, so either guy can be the traitor. It's just the one that you don't hang out with betrays you. Is that what you're saying? Yes. Okay. Basically, yes. Okay. So, it's like,
1: there's a traitor. There's two characters. It could be the the one it is is the one that you don't hang out with.
0: Okay. I thought what it was was here are two characters. One of them doesn't like you. Turns out he's the traitor.
1: No, no, no. It's, the, it's like there's two characters, and you can bond with them like you can with the girls. And okay. uh, you know, whichever one, either. Yeah. I don't. Yes, I don't <laughs> think. I don't think it can go into a yaoi ending though. Cowards. I could be wrong though i don't know i don't know if i want to play long enough to find out do it coward i i i just i just yeah i just, I just know that like their their bond event is like whoever whoever likes you uh, less is the traitor and whoever likes you doesn't does is not the traitor and i'm not sure what happens if both of them don't like you
0: it would be hilarious just go just go through their bond events like, both like, you go through like one lady's bond event, like one of the guys' bond events, and, like at the same level, like max level. She's like, "Oh God, I'd die for you. Please have my babies." And his thing is like, "Hey, I think you're a pretty cool dude." Yeah, there's
1: basically. like this, there's like
0: this, like the weird like disparity between like emotional avail- availability between the genders.
1: Yeah, yeah it's like, oh, it's like, it's like, we'll be together forever and ever. It's like, thanks for completing yeah. my bond event. I think you're a pretty, I think you're a pretty all right guy.
0: Yeah. It's like with women, it is undying devotion, and with men, the most they can ever be is the most they can ever be is pretty good friends.
1: It's like it's like I think you're a pretty alright guy. I was thinking about stabbing you all in the back, but I'm not going to do that now. Yeah, you yeah you seem decent. You seem like a decent guy. I'll just cancel all my plans for my epic betrayal.
0: Just <laughs> they pull up my phone app and deactivate the bombs.
1: Yeah, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's turn turn off bombs. Yeah, it's because you did my laundry that one time. I really appreciate it. And it's like,
0: hi, Death, okay. uh, hi, Deathbringer. Yeah, it's off. I know it's non-refundable. Yeah,
1: yeah, cut it off.
0: Just, we're done. Tear it down.
1: Is like, hold, hold on. I'm just gonna go. To, I'm gonna go to the window. Like, like, see. Yeah, there's a sniper over there. Hold on. No, abort. Yeah. And <laughs> it's the sniper. It's just like it's just the sniper. Just like really. And it's like, but he's right there. All right. <laughs>
0: He's, he's, just, he's just, like doing like very aggressive sign language out the window.
1: Yeah, it's just it's like true. It's like it's like gesture He's like he's right there. Oh, fine. Yeah, yeah. All right. We're cool. It's all of a
0: the window also, you just here t- like a bunch of gunshots go off. One just I just see bullet in the wall. Just fine.
1: <laughs> it's like, okay. Fine. Sad face.
0: <laughs> yeah, the sad face comes later.
1: So it's like, yeah, we're good. We're good. Uh, I don't know about that other guy, though. <laughs> you know, you know, you know, you know, the, you know, you know, you the guy, you know, the guy every time he has to hang out, you're like, no, nah, I'm going to go hang out with you in the laundry room instead. <laughs> uh, like I guess I saw him talking to somebody suspicious earlier. Oh, God. Yeah, it's what it's one of those games. Anyway, uh, it's good for laughs, though. And it was only four dollars. Well, I cool. know I've said that like five times, but that's the only reason I got the game is because it was only four dollars. Alrighty then. I was like, "Well, well, how bad could it be?"
0: Apparently, pretty bad.
1: Yeah. Yes, uh, I, I'm pretty sure if I play the full price for this game, I would be like, "Oh my god!" Yeah,
0: this game is fucking garbage.
1: What the fuck? I go to I, I'd go to GameStop and be like, "Refund me now."
0: Yeah. Well, so anyway.
1: You're Here, You ever see that video where the guy's like, it's like returning the game and he's like, yeah, you get $2 store credit. And then he like picks up one of the display signs and hits him with it. (laughs) That That would be me. Okay. Well, there you go.
0: Well, already then. That's what We've been playing then. On the news. What is the news? So first up, um, news is actually happening. Oh yeah. I'm surprised. Yeah. So, um, on August twenty second of this year, uh, which is like, which is like less than a week away, or a little more than a week away. I mean, sorry. At the time of recording, a little more than a week away. Uh, DC Comics is going to be having an event called the DC FanDome, a like big live streaming event celebrating the company's like universe and stuff, and they'll be having a bunch of different announcements there about some of their comics, some of their movies, and some video games. Two of which we know a bit about going into it. Ooh. Yes, uh first up, Rocksteady, uh the developers of the much beloved Arkham series, uh tweeted out an, yeah. Tweet, yeah tweeted out an image uh with the tag um target locked, hashtag DC Fandome, August 22nd, hashtag Suicide Squad game. And it oh, is no. a Suicide Squad in a crosshair configuration on Superman's Head. Rocksteady are developing a Suicide Squad game. Where you have to kill the Justice League. It is called Suicide Squad. Kill the Justice League. Who's on the squad? We don't know yet. We don't know yet. I'm assuming
1: it's going to be similar to the ones in the movie because you know.
0: Yeah, that because they're in the movie.
1: Because they're in the movie.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's going to be. We're going to learn more about that. Also, coming out is going to be um, Gotham Knights, a game from WB Games Montreal, who did Arkham Origins.
1: Which wasn't too bad.
0: Yeah. Um, we don't currently know much about it, but it is being hyped up with uh, various hints about the Court of Owls. A. I guess, for people who don't read the comics, uh, they, they were a new ish. Uh, well, they're a, yeah, a new ish um, supervillain organization within, within um, Gotham City. Uh, essentially, they're just like the Illuminati, but owl-themed and in Gotham only.
1: Because, of course. Yeah. Because the world revolves around Gotham City. Yep, naturally.
0: Uh, so, and while the schedule uh, for DC Phantom thing has been revealed and there isn't any mention of it, there have been some rumors going around about Injustice 3. Uh, with some of them being, uh, with some of them being uh, not great, um, announcement stuff. Uh, like so boss Logic, who's like a graphic designer who does a bunch of, like graphic stuff, he has been putting out some uh, images for Injustice for a potential Injustice Three that are Watchmen related, specifically a Doctor Manhattan image. Oh no! Yeah, Birdie and I, um, Birdie from oh, the Comics no. Podcast, we've been kind of talking about that for a little bit, just like, oh, this is a bad idea. Oh no! Yeah, don't. Don't put Watchmen in fighting games. Just It's it's bad enough that they're in the main DC Universe now. Just keep it... Just it's,
1: it's not going to work. Don't do it.
0: Yeah, we already had Mortal Kombat 11. We don't need another fighting game where the villain is time-themed. <sighs> Moving on from there. Uh, it was the uh, 10th anniversary of the uh, Scott Pilgrim video game. Not too long ago, I played that back in the day. Yeah, um, yeah. Scott Pilgrim is ten. I'm oh, sorry, it wasn't just Scott Pilgrim. Sorry, Dude. it was the Scott Pilgrim, I believe, movie. Yeah, Scott Pilgrim movie.
1: because yeah, the, the movie, the movie came out around the same time as the game.
0: Yeah, the movie came out like ten years ago, and um, yeah. Uh, so Brian Lee O'Malley, the creator of Scott Pilgrim, he tweeted out, you know, Scott Pilgrim is ten, love and everything. Just it's all great. And then he followed up by tweeting out, P.S., Ubisoft has reached out to me. This is in reference to the fact that uh, the Scott Pilgrim game developed by Ubisoft uh, hasn't been available for a while due to various legal reasons.
1: Yeah, the
0: license right now, right? Yeah, uh, but Ubisoft reaching out to Brian Lee O'Malley seems to suggest that Ubisoft is attempting to get that game fucking put out again. Um, I still have a game on my PS3, which I, still works. I don't. I have the game on so, Xbox 360, but I deleted it because I needed space. Oh. Uh, I think you can still re-download it
1: if you've downloaded it in the past.
0: I could if I still had a or 360. It,
1: or it, oh, that's true. You don't have a 360. Okay.
0: Yep. It is, mine, mine is bricked. I. It's, it's funny. I tested it out, made sure everything still worked, went to sell it, and then it wouldn't work at the store. I hate when that happens. Yeah. Moving on from there. Um, Dead by Daylight. A, from what I understand, a modest success. Yeah, did all right. Yeah, and with it, with a still like you know middling but you know strong player base. Uh, that player base has now gotten even stronger and bigger because um, Dead by Daylight now supports crossplay on PC and consoles. So, if you're playing the game on PC, PS4, Xbox, or the Switch, you can now play with people on any of those other platforms. <laughs> Oh, that's well, I hope
1: you enjoy, uh, you know, the influx of ruder people.
0: Yeah, but, like, ruder people, yes, but more people is still, you know, good for a games community.
1: That is true, I suppose.
0: Yeah, uh, Behavior Interactive, uh, the publisher, they have implemented a new cross-friends feature, allowing you to add uh, new friends to your contact list, regardless of their platform. Uh, all these new features are part of the publisher's drive to "quote unquote" unify Dead by Daylight across all its main formats, uh, consolidating in-game content, account progression, and player lists across the board. Hmm. That is neat. That is actually really cool. I have yes, been, it is. I have been thinking about getting into Dead by Daylight, but I haven't. I don't have people to play with, which was kind of the only way I feel like I play that game.
1: Yeah, pretty much. It's like, oh, who's going to play Dead by Daylight? Nobody. <laughs>
0: Yeah, like I have it on PS4. Rando's,
1: on, rando's online.
0: Yeah, the game came out. The game came out free on PS4 not too long ago and I got it there. But I've also been hesitant to play games like that on PS4 just because PS4 is pretty choppy.
1: Yeah. it's true.
0: Ah. Moving on from there. Uh GDC has announced their plans for the twenty twenty one uh for their twenty twenty one event. Uh the Game Developers Conference. Uh, they have informed Ars Technica, sorry, actually, Informa Informa Tech, the organizers of the GDC, the Game Developers Conference, have announced that uh, GDC 2021 will be held uh, from July 19th through the 23rd as a hybrid physical and digital show. Uh, The physical part of it will be taking taking place at the uh, Moscone Center in San Francisco. Uh, Meanwhile, the digital show will be taking place at the same time with more details to be shared at a later date. Uh, but yeah, that's going to be, they're going to be doing, they're going to be like getting a more digital side to the GDC event, which is like, it's an, it's an industry only event. So it's like largely, uh, well, it's industry only. And then I think they got like a, like a public day. Oh, yeah, this seems cool. Not
1: ideal, but it's the only way it can happen.
0: Mm Hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like this year, uh, the, this year, um, GDC is, was entirely, you know, online because of the current situation.
1: Unfortunately, yes. On the pretty much all trade shows are online only.
0: Yeah, which honestly is fine.
1: Well, I have a friend who works in the trade show industry, so it's not fine for him.
0: Yeah, yeah. For the trade show industry, it's terrible. But like for like, you know, the press and everyone else, it's yeah. Like unless you are going, unless you are like there specifically for demos, you're, you're probably fine. Because, probably, but I mean, because like, like, well, like a, at least, at least with E three, E three has largely transformed into come and sit in this theater for three hours to watch our trailers, and then go stand in the show floor to have energy drinks thrown at you.
1: Yeah, and then you can watch it online anyway. So
0: yeah. Ah, uh, so moving on from there to the probably biggest thing happening in the last couple weeks, uh, Epic Games is currently. In a bit of a legal battle with Apple and Google. Now, what did they do? So, this past week, Epic added a new payment option to the mobile version of Fortnite. Uh, this this new this new um, system would like this new option allowed people to allowed them to offer lower prices for um, V Bucks, but it bypassed the official app store payment systems in set in place by Google and Apple, which is a requirement to have your app on their service. Uh, they, they, like they, they essentially like, you know, it, they, they would like, you'd set the prices there and then Google or Apple would take a 30% cut of your payment through, of, of people's payments through their regular service. But this kind of bypassed that. So Google and Apple got nothing. And so then... Apple booted Fortnite off the off the fucking uh, app, a game app store. Epic in response of released a fucking ad or an in-game cinematic of something, uh, which referenced an old Apple ad from 1984, which framed Apple as the villains and micro and like Fortnite as. Like the scrappy underdog trying to fucking get back, trying to get back at the fucking massive corporation.
1: Of course, because, you know, that's totally how it goes.
0: Yeah. Um, not long after, not long after Apple booted Fortnite off, Google, Google did the exact same thing. Uh, at which point, Epic and, uh, sorry, Epic sued Google and fucking Apple. Apple. Uh, Epic said in the lawsuit against Google, quote, Epic seeks to end Google's unfair, monop- monopolistic, and anti-competitive actions in each of these markets, which harm device makers, app developers, app distributors, payment processors, and consumers. Apparently, they aren't suing for money, but uh, they are rather seeking, quote-unquote, injunctive relief that would end the monopolies both companies hold. What does that mean? I, I, I'm not 100 percent sure. Are
1: they? Are, there, are there like? No, we don't want you to throw money at us. We want you to like release some of your total control, and they're like gonna be like, no.
0: Yeah, and then also, and then on top of all, like, it's, it's like so, they're doing this while Epic, a different billion-dollar company, is fucking militarizing its in-game fan base of like twelve-year-olds. Uh,
1: This is what we've come to now.
0: This is what the world is, and I don't know. 2020 this has been weird.
1: 2020, I think there's a virus in 2020. Can we reboot?
0: <laughs> of course there's a virus in 2020. It's the problem.
1: Oh, God. Yeah, my version of the world 2020 uh has a virus in it. I want to go back to the world 2019.
0: Uh, sorry, we you you cleared your hard drive of like a restoration file, so you can't go back. No, we can't go back to March 2020 though.
1: Mm, no, I don't think so.
0: <laughs> uh, anyway, that is for news. New releases wise, fucking nothing.
1: Yeah, very little. You know why? Why is that? Because coronavirus. <laughs> Like a, like a lot of things. I thought, things gonna, I thought you had a joke or
0: something, or like some other piece of news. There, it's like, hey,
1: things are coming out later. No, well, I mean, the, um, what's, the, what's that? Um, what was that? What was it like? Sci-fi, just uh, the racing game. Like, uh, blade Blade Runner esque cyberpunk. Oh yeah, cyberpunk, cyberpunk 2077. something. 2077? Yeah. Well, that was supposed to come out, but it was delayed. Yeah. Because. Because the virus, coronavirus. Yep. So, I mean, a lot of stuff is delayed.
0: Yep. Oh, actually, uh, so I don't know if this is real or not, but apparently, Ryan Reynolds launched a streaming service that that streams one movie. Is it Deadpool? Uh, no, it is Foolproof. A movie Ryan Reynolds was okay. in from 2003. Okay. It, it, yeah, it is a spoof streaming service. Anyway, that's all that. Uh, So, thank you all for joining us. We'll be back, hopefully soon. More of this shit. Until then, I'm dead. And I'm Alex. And we will. See you guys next time.